Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey there, from CNN, I'm Paola Ortiz with the five things you need to know for Saturday, February 3rd. Sources say President Biden approved Friday's strikes in Iraq and Syria shortly after receiving word that Tower 22 in Jordan was hit last week and three American service members had been killed. The green light was given on Monday by President Biden during a meeting with his top national security advisors. It was in that same meeting that the president was informed that Iranian-backed militant groups were to blame for Sunday's deadly drone attack. In regard to the airstrikes, a senior U.S. official told CNN that Jordan is participating in the U.S. operation on Iranian-backed targets. However, Jordan's Air Force has denied any involvement in the recent strikes conducted by the U.S. Hamas and Islamic Jihad leaders spoke yesterday to discuss a potential proposal for a hostage deal and ceasefire and say any potential deal must include an end to Israel's aggression and a complete withdrawal of Israeli forces from Gaza. This comes after a broad framework for a hostage release and potential ceasefire in the war between Hamas and Israel was said to have been agreed to among negotiators in Paris last weekend. As part of the agreement, Hamas also called for the release of thousands of Palestinian prisoners something Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said he would not agree to. Meanwhile, Israeli protesters are calling for new elections as frustrations grow over how the government has handled the hostage crisis after the October 7 attacks. Anti-government protesters rallied in Tel Aviv Saturday for the third weekend in a row. So far, the Netanyahu government has mostly refused to accept protester demands. South Carolina voters head to the polls today for the state's Democratic primary and it's overwhelmingly expected to hand President Joe Biden his first official primary victory of the 2024 presidential campaign. In 2020, Biden heavily relied on black voters in South Carolina to help propel him to the Democratic nomination, but those same voters are not entirely happy with his presidency four years later. Tara Albert is a black voter from Orangeburg, South Carolina. She spoke to Victor Blackwell earlier today. You like there's been a lot done in sense of appeasement rather than addressing the actual issues facing black and brown communities in South Carolina. And it seems to be more so political petty disputes that they're focusing on and why we should not vote for other candidates and rather than why we should actually vote Joe Biden again. This year marks the first time South Carolina has appeared at the front of the official Democratic nominating calendar, a change made largely by Biden's urging. And speaking of elections, tomorrow El Salvador is holding its general elections where current President Nayib Bukele is a favorite to continue leading the country. But human rights groups are raising concerns, saying Bukele's unconventional methods to overcome violence from gangs, like overcrowding prisons and allowing police to detain anyone without charge for up to 15 days, could prompt other leaders in the region to follow in his footsteps. Regardless of criticism, Bukele has one of the highest approval ratings in Latin America, regularly faring above 70% in most independent polls. Up next, a historic day in Northern Ireland. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. In a historic moment, a nationalist politician has become first minister of Northern Ireland. This comes after power sharing was paused for two years. 
Michelle O'Neill of the pro-United Ireland party, Sinn Féin, said in an address to lawmakers following her appointment that, quote, today opens the door for the future. O'Neill has been entitled to the post since 2022, when Sinn Féin won a majority in the May election. However, the Democratic Unionist Party had refused to enter a power-sharing government in protest over post-Brexit trading rules. That's all for us today, but make sure to tune in tomorrow for the latest episode of CNN One Thing. I'm Paula Ortiz. I'll talk to you next time.